Hello. So glad you're here today. This is Mary from A to Z Parent Talk. And I am here um, to go on to my next video um, um, where moving into adolescent age children. Um, the last video we talked a little bit about um, more communication with your children and um, as they get older how important that is that you start early and um, as they get into the teenage years uh, like 12 to 18 sometimes earlier um, there'll be some issues that will come up where communication is going to be very important for them to get the right information and for you to be able to know what's going on with your children at that age at home at school and with their peers out in the community um, we talked a little bit last video about um, some of the things that can come up as your adolescents are um, having friends and um, going out in groups together or even to other people's homes um, and you being able to communicate with them about what those rules are uh, in set for them when they do these things when they go to someone else's home or when they go out in the community so that um, they're not getting pressured peer pressure is one of those things that can happen at this age group it can happen earlier for sure but in this age group when they have peer pressure um, and they want to feel like they belong to a group they could be um, going along not realizing what they're going along with sometimes but even if they do and they're making those choices um, just so they do fit in that peer pressure can create some problems for them so as a parent if you establish some of these um, scenarios just in your conversation what would you do if this and this happened um, or even sharing some stories you have about your own self growing up and how things happened for you and what you did um, to make the right choice um, there are many things that will come up in this age group that may not have come out yet um, the peer pressure thing is huge for these kids because at this age group they're going into junior high high school and even in fifth and sixth grade they can um, experience some of these these issues but um, as they go into the upper grades they're going to be experiencing um, some hormonal changes so that affects a lot of things in their life at this point um, they may not be able to understand their emotions or why they're feeling a certain way why they're acting a certain way and um, sometimes when other uh, peers start to um, pressure them to get involved in uh, things that maybe they don't want to be involved in it's good to have that conversation before that happens um, so that they know it's okay to say no and it's okay to decide that's not um, maybe the friendships that are going to 
um, be long term for them, that maybe that person isn't going to be their best friend, but there's other people that they might um, become better friends with that have more in common with them that are looking at um, looking at being the kind of person that you want to be. Um, and so if your children understand that, that you're there to guide them, to help them see what's going on in their friendship, sometimes they don't see that. But if the communication you have with them is open and, and they are comfortable with you all along talking to you and uh, sharing with you, then you might be able to have the conversation about is is this person the best friend for you? Is, are they being a good friend to you? Are you being a good friend to them? You know, what kind of things are they doing that you don't like uh, that are bothering you? And what is that something that is going to change? And so <clears throat> even in uh, relationships for your children that sometimes it, they need some guidance. They need some guidance in uh, with your being the parent and having that communication with, communication with them since they were little um, and then having your life experience yourself uh, being able to share those uh, times when you were in that situation is helpful for them. Um, the other thing that can be helpful is if they have a connection with somebody in their school. Maybe they have a favorite teacher that they might go to and talk to them about things and be comfortable doing that. Um, they might have a youth group or church that they go to where they have a pastor, youth pastor, or someone in that um part of their life that they like to talk with and that they feel comfortable talking to. Um, all of these places, they can find some good adult uh, support for their relationships with other kids their age. And um, But first of all, the parents should be communicating, communicating what your family beliefs are, what what your roles are, you know, having a curfew is pretty important for this age group, um, and most cities have curfews for children at the, for a certain time, um, and that prevents them from being out too late and not being able to get to bed and get up in the morning, but also keeping them from getting involved in uh, maybe some activities that would not be uh, so healthy for them and being out that late. Um, so there's many things that will come up during this age group. As they're going to school, they're going to um, be interacting with their peers and trying to figure out exactly where they fit. Um, every school is different depending on its size and depending where it is. And um, so sometimes children have a choice if there's two high schools or two junior highs, um, and they usually go to the ones that are closest to them. Sometimes if they have been having problems within 
a school. Sometimes they can transfer to a different school. Or um, they might just decide to um, uh, switch to a private school. Um, some people go to a private school their whole life through um, elementary, junior high, high school. Uh, some children will switch depending on the family and what's going on for them. My children did almost everything. <laughs> they did a little homeschooling, they did a private school, and then they did public school. Um, a lot of um, students who are athletes will sometimes, if their school doesn't have a strong athletic program, they may be in a private school up to the point of junior high or high school and then switch to a public school where they know there's a possibility that they could excel in their sports and move into a scholarship or something for college. So sometimes you'll see that happening. Um, and then there's some that just decide that um, they would the parents decide they would like to homeschool them. And I've talked a little bit about that before, that um, in homeschooling, you really have to be prepared and know that you're um, able to teach them what they need if your abilities are there and they are able to cooperate with you in their learning. Um, it can work out really well. Um, some are very good at being um, self-motivated and they will just get their work done and um, they're very cooperative for you. Others, it could be personality clashing with the parent who is homeschooling or there could be some level where your child goes above where your education is or the understanding of some of the new uh, new math and things that are coming out. There's always um, things that you uh, as a parent are going to learn from your children sometimes if you're homeschooling. And even if you're just helping them with their homework, you're going to be learning some things maybe you didn't learn while you were in school. So that's a good thing because if they could teach it to you, that means they know how to do it. So be available to help them with that and if you don't know um, and you ask for you know what do they know about this and how does it work they can teach you that um, they're learning and teaching it to you so there's lots of ways that we get educated and part of it is when like when we're helping our children with their high school homework or getting some assignment done or a project. Um, we may be learning new things, but we're also helping them get it done. And, and it can make a good relationship for you um, with your child by being present, being there for them and encouraging them to do these things they need to do to get a good grade, to get through school. And go on to what they really desire to do in their life, whether it's college or a vocational position. There are so many choices for children. So um, 
being open to that and not holding them to the fire for one thing that you were hoping for can um, help them explore some new ideas and where they want to go. Sometimes parents will want the child to do a certain thing and um, they're stuck on that and the child really doesn't want to do that and they'll do it to please their parent. But in the end, it's not always a good thing for the parent-child relationship. So um, just be open to talking and communicating with your child about what their desire is, what their true desire to do in their life. And also, we all can change our minds. It happens a lot. We might start out with one thing decide that's just not for us and move to a different um, career so um, so those are kinds of the, some of the things that will come up for them during this age group in schools um, there's so many activities they can get involved with and those activities sometimes will help them find those friends they have things in common with and bond them together to uh, be very good friends for a long time. Um, sports is one of those things, drama, uh, speech classes, and um, some business um, clubs that they have, different things like that. Any vocational classes sometimes will bond kids because they love working on cars or they love uh, welding, they love doing woodwork or or their artists. Um, so the ones that have those kinds of desires for those careers and that um, those vocations will find their friends within that group. And so encouraging that is, is a good thing because uh, they'll be their happiest when they're doing what they love. And they're happiest when they have friends that they have things in common with that support each other in what they want to do. Um, some of the other things that come up pretty early, actually, probably before this age, and uh, and that is one thing that has been a topic for several years um, called bullying. Now, I'm not sure it was called bullying when I was growing up, but that's what they're calling it now. So most times when children are picking on another child, um, they call it bullying, and it happens elementary school, it happens in junior high, it happens in high school, and it even happens in adulthood, okay? So be aware that anyone could be bullied by someone which is pushing them to do something they don't want to do, or making fun of them for not being able to do something that they can do, or even making fun of them for the way they look, the way they talk, the way they walk, the way they speak, the way they do their work at school, um, because they have to, because they have special needs. Um, maybe they leave the classroom to go to speech. Maybe they go to uh, another support group. Kids will find just about anything to make fun of other children 
if that is what they have been made to believe is okay. It's not okay, and parents are the first ones that need to say that's not okay, that we are kind to others. We speak nicely to them. We don't call people names. We don't hit no matter what. And all people deserve love. Simple things to me, but not everyone gets those messages. So, as parents, we are responsible for our children. Where they are headed, where they end up. Once they grow up, go out on their own. You hope that they have the foundation to be successful adults. Now, sometimes when our children leave our nests and they go out into the world, they can experience some hard things that they were maybe not aware of, not prepared for, or they get involved in relationships that might be harmful or hurtful to them. Those things are um, hard for parents because they feel like they've given the child its foundation. But the world is not an easy place to be if you're just experiencing it. You are going to maybe make some mistakes. You will make mistakes. You may, the child might go out and be um, great at finding their job and their career, but maybe they fail in relationship. They move on to a different relationship. Maybe that relationship fails. Maybe they decide they don't want to be in a relationship for a while. Maybe they go out and they find the perfect mate and they fall in love and get married and stay together forever. We don't control everything about that. And so one thing for me is acceptance of the fact that children are human. We're all human beings. And we will have great successes, but we will also have some failures. And in those failures, being able to say, I don't want to do that again. Let's do something different. Let's move up and out into the world in a better way. That means we're not going to do that particular thing again, because it was not for me. It was not successful for me. So as parents, we have to be there to support our children as they move out into the world and help give them, still giving them some advice, some life experience that we've had, some love and compassion, and always lifting them up so that they do not fall completely down, which the world can take you down. If you're in the wrong place, the wrong time, with the wrong people. So as parents, we really need to, don't just let go of your children when they grow up. We need to allow them to live their lives, but we also need to have good communication. We still need to, them to know that you're there for them, that you have had some life experience that could helpful, be helpful for them. And if they choose not to come to you, 
that is a difficult thing for parents also to know that maybe they're going to someone else for help for advice they're getting more um, information from outside of you and um, your family um, but if it's a positive thing it, it, it doesn't it's hard for us as parents because we want to be the ones that gets them that but we've given them everything we can up to this point if we have communicated throughout their lives with them taught them the things that we have to teach them and given them some rules and established some values and uh, maybe some faith to go on if your family is a faithful um, family that follows a certain religious um, organization and you go to church and you have a place that they know and they're comfortable at they may go there for help so whatever they are given uh, from you will go with them into the world and into their life and when they have a family they will probably be looking back and using the things that you've given them the things that they they liked about your parenting and the things they didn't they might change it's all about the life cycles of all of us so um, until you reach certain places in your life you may not understand what that's what to do or what's it's gonna be like um, I'm still getting to those places where I'm like oh well this is what it's like when your your kids are grown up and married and have their own kids and you're just you're the grandma now and you can't be in their life 24 7 you're just there to be with them when they when we come together as a family and uh, sometimes you'll get those phone calls so saying you know this is going on with me and I'm just so mad about that I don't know what do you think you know and you can listen sometimes you just have to listen they don't want anything else except for you to listen and sometimes you might get to give a little bit of experience from your own life and so as these children move on um, they will eventually grow up and become adults and um, it's really actually exciting to watch all of the changes that they go through and how they create their own life um, with their own families and um, one of the other thing, subjects that come up during the adolescent time because I jumped right into uh, the future but um, during high school age they're going to be taking driver's training and learning how to drive and that um, is a skill that will follow them forever as long as we have cars and we can drive right one day that might not happen if we're all on um, buses or trades or something but 
right now people still learn to drive at that age group um, some children don't choose to learn to drive because uh, maybe they have some fear around that um, and some will uh, take driver's ed and learn to drive but maybe not practice that skill in their lives they'd rather take the bus um, some who have some special needs um, might take longer to get that skill um, I've had uh, uh, one child who had a harder time uh, getting through that process but now she's an incredible driver. She scares a lot of people because she lives in a big city and she drives like a city girl, which is absolutely amazing because um, she has some great stories about driver's training and um, some of the things that happened. And then there's people that never learned to drive. Um, I had a sister-in-law who did not know how to drive, and um, being the stay-at-home mom, I was teaching my kids, and their dad was teaching them when he could too. And um, but before they were at that age, my sister-in-law had never learned to drive, so I decided I would help her learn to drive, and um, it was quite the experience <laughs> when they're adults. And um, somehow we got through it, and she eventually did learn to drive and get her license. Um, but that is not an easy job either. So you should be very patient with your driver's training teachers because they got a tough job, okay, to get in the car with these kids and who don't know a lot. Some are very good at it because maybe they've drove early on a farm or a ranch or um, you know out on the dirt roads with the parents you just don't know what their experience is but you get in a car with them and that then you have to trust that you can teach them to stop when it's time to stop and to turn when it's time to turn and having two dyslexic children I knew this was going to be tough <laughs> for that teacher to get them to go right instead of left. But um, all my children are, are pretty good drivers. So, so that is something that will come up during this time. And sometimes children want to do it right away. Oh, I want to learn to drive. I want a car. I want to go where I want to go. And others will go, mm, I think I'll wait. I don't really care if I drive today this year so um, now when they are licensed and they're the ones that want to drive and they're eager to drive then there's going to be all sorts of rules around driving and about using the car and what car they use and uh, there are rules about who can be in the car especially in the very beginning when they have a permit um, and their certain age group um, having other uh, peers in their car with them um, there's a certain amount of time where they are not allowed that so that's important because they can get in trouble as will the parent if 
they break some of those rules. So make sure they know what the rules are and that they follow them. Um, curfew kind of falls into this because uh, they have to, if they're out driving past curfew, they will get stopped. Um, and some of the other things that can happen in that age group is if there's any kind of drinking going on in a car with someone who is um, the driver, they they will get ticketed big time. So even if they're not drinking, that's not allowed within the car, at least in our state. I know every state has different rules, but you need to know what they are and you need to make sure your children know what they are. And... Um, trying to think of some of the other things that happened for kids in cars. Oh, so they know the rules about getting in a car with other children too, other peers. Um, there's been situations that I've seen where, where children will go out with their peers in a car, in a group, and um, somebody gets mad at somebody and they decide they're not going to take them home. So you need to have some understanding with your child about those kinds of situations. If you're in a place, this was my rule, if you're in a place you're not comfortable, call me. I will come and get you. If you get left behind, nobody's going to bring you home, call me. I will come and get you. Always open to coming to pick them up or bring them home so they are in a safe if they chose not to call you and they got into a car with someone they didn't know, that can be dangerous. If they decided they would walk home, maybe it's miles away, um, then that can be dangerous. So all of these things are things that will come up, but hopefully you can talk about it before it happens. So they know it's okay to call mom. She'll pick me up. You know, I don't like what's going on here. I don't want to be here anymore. You know, so it's always good for them to have an out and not feel like they have to go along with things they're not comfortable with or being in a place that they're not comfortable being. Um, we still have some responsibility as their parent. I mean, we love them, we've cared for them, we've brought them to the point of this age, and we want to keep them safe. We don't want anyone to hurt our children, and it's difficult sometimes to watch children that may not have that support make the wrong choices and then continue to make the wrong choices because they're not getting guided because they don't have parents that want to say it's okay for you to call me or you don't need to go out past this time you don't need to be playing your games till three in the morning you have school tomorrow we can't keep this game system in your room if you can't control the times that you're watching it and put limits and if you have to take it out of their room and set limits that's your job as the parent 
because you want your kids to have enough sleep. You want them to be nutri- you have enough nutrition. These are important things for them to learn, to help their bodies and their brains function. And without that, they fall asleep at school. They can't think well because they haven't got enough food that morning or that afternoon. You need to be aware that schools are aware of this. And if you are in a school setting, you will see a lot of these things and you know, you know why, and you know that the parent might not be stepping up to where they need to. So really, it comes down to parents taking responsibility for their child and loving them, having that empathy for them, wanting the best that they can have in their life. And even if your parents didn't give you that, you can give it to your children. You can break that cycle. We aren't going to do that. We're going to love them empathize and give the child the best we can we're going to care about who they're with where they're with where they are and when they're going to be home we're going to care about how they treat others we're going to care about how they treat us we are going to communicate with them about all of these things so they can grow up healthy and kind and loving and successful humans it's really up to parents I've said it forever you know your community can feed your kids your schools can teach your kids and now they're starting to feed your kids they're starting to clothe your kids they're starting to become the parents of your children We are the parents. We should be doing those things. Thank God that schools have that for these kids that aren't getting it. But parents need to be more responsible. Don't think everything's going to be given to these kids because at some point, people stop giving it to them. And then what do they know? What do they know how to survive? What do they know what to do with themselves? So, that's my, my parenting lecture for today, because I want all of you to be great parents, and you can be, you can be. There's just certain things you just need to do, and there's certain things you need to learn. If you don't know it, learn it. There's so much information for you to learn this. So... Um, there are many other topics for this age group that I'm going to come back and share some more with you, but I just want you to know that you can be the best parent if you just learn the skills you need. And don't forget to talk to your kids. They need you. They need to be able to communicate with you and know you care. And if you share some of those things about your own life experience, they, they get it. So 
Um, have a great day. If you need help learning, there's tons out there. And my videos are covering from uh, birth all the way up to 18 years old. So you can go to my other videos, A to Z Parent Talk. You can go to other uh, parenting websites. You can get books. There's so much information. You could just do it all the time. Anytime you have time, you can go to a parenting class even in person and learn some skills. Nobody out there needs to keep following a path that is failing our children. You as a parent can succeed as a parent and your child will succeed as an adult. Have a beautiful evening, morning, or afternoon whenever you hear or see this video. Bye-bye.